0: What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Mr. PVO, a.k.a. KGQ, baby. And thank you all for tuning in to the Positive Vibes Only Show. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and send this podcast to all your friends, your family members, your co-workers. And remember, positive vibes only. Ah, ah, ah. Cheers. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Positive Vibes Only Show. It's your boy, Mr. PVO. We are here for episode number two. Um, Today's episode is going to be about friends. When I say friends, it's going to be about supporting your friends. It's going to be about supporting your network. It's going to be about building your network and the importance of having a strong core around you. So stay tuned, y'all. It's going to be a fun-filled show. I got some sound clips from certain rappers talking about them supporting their friends and how they did it and certain things like that. So just stay tuned. It's going to be a good one. So when I'm talking about friends, there are, I guess, a numerous amount of different types of friends. So for example, an acquaintance, an acquaintance is someone who is a friend, but they're not like someone that's close to you. So you can have a whole bunch of acquaintances and like, that's okay. You know, so it's like, there are a lot of people that I know and it's true i'm pretty sure this is with a lot of people as well that yo you'll see somebody in the mall and they'll come up and have the biggest conversation with you and you know what i mean at the end of it you're just like yo what's that person's name you know people like that those are acquaintances because like yo you don't really you know them but you don't really know them like that i think it's either that or i do have a really bad memory so like i probably know you but like I just don't remember your name. There's people that I've played with people that I've played against in basketball and they'd be coming up and having the big, big conversations with me. And I'm just like, yo, like, okay, your face looks a little bit familiar, but I don't remember playing with you. I don't remember playing against you. And like, I don't know if you're mistaking me for somebody, but like fam, I, I don't really know you like that, but all right, man. Hey, what's up? You know, do my dap ups, talk to them a little and keep it moving. But yeah, that's an acquaintance. So, a friend, a mon ami, an amigo, is someone that that you talk to. I don't want You can, you don't even have to talk to your friends regularly. You know, like I know with us guys, we don't really talk to our friends every day unless we're in group chats because you know group chats have taken over <laughs> the friendship game. Shout out WhatsApp, shout out iMessage, shout out that. What do you guys have for Google? I don't even know what you guys have for Google, but hey. Whatever man, WhatsApp is popping, you know, there's a bunch of group chats in there. So like yo, know, you're always communicating with your with your friends and stuff like that. When it comes to I guess males, like I don't talk to my male friends every single day. You know, I'll check up on a one two man them like every other day, every like three days, whatever. Just hit the man them, you know what I mean? Like I hit my boy today, I'm like, yo, what are you dealing with? Like, yo, I haven't seen you in a minute. Like, yo, you're blessed, like everything's good. And he's like, yeah, everything's blessed, whatever, whatever. So like, just little stuff like that, man. Yo, people don't realize, man. When you check up on your friends, it's it goes a long way, man. Cause yo, you don't know the day that person could be having, and like that little quick, quick like two second message, like, hey, man, like yo, it was cracking, you know. That can like that can put a positive impact on the person's day, and that stuff is very important because yo, you you really don't know what people are going through, you know, and just if you can create a little spark in someone to like kind of take their mind off the situations that they're going through or you know just open up maybe that person is being closed and has no one to talk to so you just opening you just you know just initiating that conversation is putting a little a little spark into into them you know and it's just like okay maybe are they they didn't want to open up about something, but now they can open up and they can talk to you like that's amona ami, That's an amigo. If you don't know what those mean, those means friends in different languages, you know, I'm fluent in a couple of, <laughs> no, nah, I'm lying. So I ain't fluent in a couple of uh, languages, but I'm, I'm trying. I'm going to try and learn Spanish this year. Uh, shout out all my uh, Spanish people because I love that language, you know. So something that I want to do and go from there, man. Um, where am I at? Oh, yeah. So. And this is this is very important. It's very important to have people in your circle that are like mentors. It's very important to have. I am going to say it again because I, I don't think you guys took me in. It's very important to have people in your circle that are like mentors. The reason why I say that is because mentors are people that you can. Turn to sorry, I'm a bit sick, so like if you hear me swallowing and stuff, like just don't pay any attention to it. I I don't know. I've been trying to get over this cold. I've been taking these cold effects pills, and I don't know. It just dries my throat out. It's crazy, but whatever. But yeah, back to what I was saying about the mentorship. People in your circle that are like mentors, people that you can look up to, people that if you have any questions or if you have life advice that you can talk to, because. A lot of these people, when it comes to people who are being mentors and stuff, they're usually people who are older than you. And they have a lot more, I don't want to say they even have a lot more experiences, but they are older than you, so they've been here a little bit longer. Um, when it comes to that, I have a, a guy a guy that I look up to, a couple people that I look up to. These guys, he's kind of like my big bro, you know. He's been around from my days when I used to live in the hood and shit. Like, we've, we've, we've done a lot. <laughs> um, I'll tell you guys this one story, yo. So yo back in the day, like how old I was like, I was probably like maybe like eight, nine. Yo, I got Sega. I got Sega Genesis. Yo, yo, you don't realize this. If you are Ganyan and your dad bought you a system back in the day, you were booming. Booming, booming, booming. Like, yo, I got a Sega. Holy, you don't understand what that meant. And if you know my family and you know my dad. You already know that guy is not the type of person to be putting his money out and buying you a gaming system. The man bought me Sega never bought me any other game system again. So I'll tell you about the Sega. So, yo, I had a Sega in my house and I went to the doctors that day. But for some strange reasons to this day, I don't understand why I did not lock the back door. I don't get why I did not lock the back door. The front door was locked, but the back door wasn't. So, yeah, I go to my doctor's appointment across the street. And, yo, my mentor, aka, like, big bro, he hits me, like, when I get back. Because I call him. I'm like, yo, bro, like, what's up? He's like, yo, I seen. I think his name, what was his name? Enoch? I remember the nigga's name. But, yo, I, for this case, we'll say his name is Enoch. Yo, I seen Enoch go through your back door and go inside of your house. And I was like, what? Yeah? and the first thing i thought the first thing I, i'm like yo let me go check my sega bro i went to the living room my sega j- console was gone yo you don't understand or hurt i went through that day bro i went through that yeah i went to the nigga's house knocked his door i'm like yo like i know you're in my house like give me my sega back i want my sega back of course, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. But my mentor, aka Big Bro, like, he's seen the man, you know what I mean? But, like, fuck, I'm, like, eight, nine years old, bro. This guy's the bully in the neighborhood and shit. So, like, what am I really going to do? Me already going over there is already brave enough. You see what I'm saying? But, like, at the end of the day, fuck, you can't get... you. Not say you can't get parents involved and shit, but in that environment that we used to live in, like, that kid, that Enoch kid, like, he was, I guess... troubled youth you see what i'm saying so like he was in and out of a lot of places so i just had to hug it i just had to hug it and like yo my dad never bought me another system again so that was a life lesson that i learned yo lock your doors wherever you go even if you're just going down the street yo lock your doors nowadays it's different though nowadays like yo you have to lock your doors because people just be coming in your house and just taking all your stuff you know so you gotta lock your doors, yo. Even in the suburbs, man. Like, yo, you, you think that back in the hood, like, you didn't have to lock your doors. Like here, like, you definitely have to lock your doors because people just be walking around, just delivering flyers. Next, you know, your door is open. And they pop in and just shit just starts disappearing, you know. But yeah, so back to what I was saying about having a mentor that's older than you. So like, my big bro, like this guy's, he's well established, you know. And it's just like we're going through different roles in our life. He took the educational route, whatever, you know. Doing, he's doing very well, you know. He's working. He's uh, in a manager and a managerial role. So like, I'm proud of him. You know, we still talk. Like, he's he's been there for me. You know, like a lot of the things that I've been through, I was able to persevere and to you know to get through because of him. You know, and it's just like we talk. We don't talk every day. We don't talk every two days. We don't talk three times a day. But like, yo, he'll call up and check up on me. You know, and I'm like we'll just have an hour conversation just because yeah and like those conversations that we're having like you know usually they're just regular conversations but there are times where we just have conversations like he'll ask me like yo like what are you up to like what are you doing with your life you know like what goals do you have where are you trying to go um things like that and like yo those conversations are very important to have especially with people that you are looking up to or people that are kind of like your mentors because those people are the people that are that you're i'm not saying you're aspiring to be like but you're able to bounce ideas off of you know you're able to like even when i started this podcast i'm like yo bro like i'm thinking of just like starting a podcast what do you think about that he's like yo honestly the type of person you are that your personality you know how you like to talk how you can communicate you know the network that you have this is a good idea so like i'm like all right cool like yo let me just jump on and let me just start this you're like and you know, I came with the whole PVO wave, and I showed him about that, and like he knows about this my situation and shit. So he knew I gone. So he knew why I came with the whole PVO. So it's like, yo, if you can incorporate PVO into your podcast, that would be great. You know, and I'm just like, wow, like that right there is positive. You know, it's just like, and like he gives me honest feedback. That's another thing that's important. You know what I mean? Like I want honesty I don't want people to just say oh yo this is sick because I just because I'm doing it yo criticize me people can't take criticism nowadays and that's why a lot of people are just kind of like sour like yo, if I'm telling you something about yourself I'm not saying it I'm not getting at you you know I'm just saying it so that you are aware and you can better yourself for next time the one thing that I've learned and the one lesson that I have to pass on here you can jot this down it's not what you say it's how you say it this has got me in trouble many 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 times because the way that i speak sometimes i speak very freely but one thing that i need to realize is that you know you can't talk to everybody the same and when it's a very touchy topic you can't just say it you have to kind of construct it in a way where the person is not going to be offended The other day I was talking to one of my friends and like we kind of not saying we got into it, but it's just a like I said something that she wasn't she didn't take well. And it's just like the message that I was portraying was not a bad message. It's just how the message came across. And the one thing you need to learn is that certain people you can talk to certain ways. And I feel like that's another life lesson. Like you need to differentiate when you can say certain things to certain people, because that's very important. So like my mentor, AKA big bro, like, yeah, he can basically give me critiques on my life decisions and he can give me critiques on basically things that I'm doing. Like I've sent my first podcast to him and I'm like, yo, listen to it. Give me some feedback. And then I'm going to go from there. I've done that with a couple of people and I've gotten feedback on um, the feedback that I've gotten was very good. There is very good feedback. I took into consideration everybody who listened to the first episode and what they said. And, you know, I've adjusted it and made some changes. And these are the things that a strong support system has, you know, and it's like these are reasons why I'm saying that, yo. Know, like it's good to have good friends and people that you can talk to people that can criticize you and stuff because when you're doing new things when you're trying new projects you need that you need to know like i'm not going to be perfect at what i'm doing off the rip like i'm not you know and i may think it is because the first one i thought i'm a recorder i'm like yo this is crazy like i can't believe like i did this and blah 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 but obviously there's like so much more that i can learn and so much more that i can do and like having my uh mentor kind of like listening to my podcast and taking the things that i'm saying and criticizing me and telling me okay this is how i feel it would be better this is how you can kind of do this better i had a couple of friends doing that too as well right but my mentor is one of the guys that i kind of spoke to about it because i know he has a lot of background knowledge in um, maybe not podcasting, but like communications and things like that, because he does do a lot of presentations to uh, board directors and things like that. So he knows the certain things that I should be saying and it's how I should be communicating and things like that. But it's also good to have a mentor because it also it always helps to talk to someone who has your best interest. If your mentor does not have your best interest, I don't think that is a right mentor for you. Yeah, it's good to have a mentor that cares, right? So if someone has your best interest, they usually do care about you and they usually do care about your well-being. My mentor, I was able to tell him my career path. You know, I had went to Ryerson for school, you know, did my thing, business technology management, shout out the BTM students with a minor in professional communications. But I didn't end up going that route for the line of work. Um, it is something that I will maybe get back to, but like, when I was working for the company that I was working for, it was terrible. I don't know if it was because it was a small company, but I was able to talk to my mentor about it. And I'm just like, yo, like I'm working here. I don't really like it. The the money sucks. The people are decent. The boss is trash. I'm not happy here. And I don't think that I am learning anything because like, well, OK, I'm not saying that I'm not learning anything, but I don't think what I am learning is going to help me in this field because what I was learning and the things I was doing, I was basically technical for support for an application. So when you're technical support for an application, all you're really doing is support for that application. So like you're not really learning too many other things that will help you out in the future. And that's where I found myself. I was able to kind of communicate that with him. And he knew basically when I was going through the process and stuff he knew where i was um where my head was at and that's we both knew i wasn't the most technical person when it comes to it that's not my expertise in the it business world i'd rather be on the business side of the it world but i understand the importance of technology so i wanted to incorporate the business side of it and the technological side of it sorry and fuse that together so that's why I took the program that I took but the company that I work for was terrible it was actually probably one of I don't want to say it was a, one of the worst jobs that I had because it was it was the worst starter job that I had for my field It kind of turned me off of IT to be completely honest I'm not gonna lie now I work in the public sector making way more money and like I'm not stressing out in regards to like work and stuff So when I was able to talk to him about it and kind of tell him, like, okay like, yo this is what I think I want to do or this is what I'm doing now. And then when I told him, I'm like, yo, bro, honestly, I I can't do this anymore. He he gave me the inside scoop. He said, listen, sometimes in life you're you think that, you know, you go to school, you think that you're going to be in this career path forever. But things show you that this isn't for you. And after that job, I learned that technical support technical work is not for me i am a hands-on person i like to be forward-facing i don't really like being in the back end so having that conversation with him is that is what taught me that that is what made me open my eyes and realize that okay you know what this company is not for me when i actually was leaving that company um they they try to offer me some more money, but it just to be, it wasn't worth it for me. It really wasn't worth it because they were underpaying everybody there for so long. I ended up ta- meeting a couple of the people that worked there like maybe months later and I asked them, Hey, how is it? They're like, Oh, they finally gave us raises after you left. I was like, yeah, like they should have gave you guys raises from time. You know, it's to the point where like the manage the manager that we had that was our customer support manager Yo, sorry, excuse my French, but she was f- effing terrible. That was probably one of the worst managers I've ever had to the point where she would be taking credit for your work. I remember there was a customer who was having a problem with something, and I wrote the code. I wrote the code, and I'm like, yo, like this is not working. I sent it to her. She's like, okay, yeah, this is the code. Like the code that you wrote me it looks good. And then I looked back at the code and I was just like, yo, like there has to be something. And I figured it out. I actually figured out what was wrong with the code. And then when I figured it out and I implemented it on the people's system on their server and it fixed the problem, I was if it was so gratifying for me because I'm like, yo, I fixed this issue. Yo, can you believe that this friggin lady went to the boss and told them that she wrote the code? And I was just like, I was losing my shit because I'm like, yo. I wrote the code. It was me who wrote the code. We have conversations of me saying this is the code and you telling me, yeah, the code that you wrote makes sense. And then when I realized that yo there was a mistake in the code and I fixed it and I didn't send her the new code that I wrote. So when she took credit of my work, yo, I lost it. I'm like, you know what? This is not the place for me. I can't be here. You can't be in a company where your manager is taking credit for something that you've done you know and it's just like she didn't say anything to me about it you know it's not like she said oh yeah good job on congratulations on fixing or finding the problem like she did nothing yo. she went to the boss and made it seem like yo it was her and i get that that's how the corporate world is at times but to me that is some bullshit so like after that i was like you know what like i don't need to be here like forget this i'm out especially because they're not even paying me properly too and now i got to deal with my manager stealing my work and, like, this is not even the first time she's done it. She's done it so many other times. And she's such a bad manager, man. Like, she would get so flustered. And, like, the thing is, the office was very small so like we would all see each other and it's like if you go talk to her and she's like i can't talk to you right now i'm i'm busy blah blah blah, 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 blah. and it's like yeah you're busy because you you fucked up on the other people's system like you fucked up so now you have to fix it they're all getting pissed because like this application is supposed to be going live and it's fucking up this application is already live and you're implementing some things to fix some bugs in the system and you're st- and you're screwing up and you're the manager so these people are coming to support we're coming to you and you fucked it up in the first place So we're doing work that you fucked up, you know what I mean? And it's just like it was it was always happening and it was driving me crazy. I just couldn't handle it anymore. So I'm like, you know what? I'm out of here. So like when I was talking to my mentor and I brought all of this information to him, he's like, yo, if you're working in a place that's draining you, that's you're not learning. It doesn't make sense. You're not helping yourself. And it's really taking away from your energy. And for me, positive energy at that time, my headspace was kind of swinging around that you know like the idea was there but i never really understood it yo when i left that place and i got the job that i got now like i was like yo this is what it feels like to be happy like life is good you know what i mean it's it gets better this is bullshit like what i was doing before was bullshit and now it's better so positive energy is something that i attained by leaving that place and it's always good to talk to someone that cares you know and like obviously my mentor cares about my mental mental well-being you know he cares about that he cares that even my physical well-being like this guy is one person that he's in the gym you know and he's he makes sure that i'm in the gym he makes sure that i'm getting my body right and that stuff is important it's very important man another thing that's very important is to build bonds with people you know you gotta build connections with people certain things you do builds connection with them like yo for example i had my two friends you know like yo me and these guys we were cool like we weren't super duper close but you know like we're we're legends you know and we ended up going away my boy was having a bachelor party and we ended up going away just the two of us oh three sorry just the three of us and yo it was we went away for three days the bonds that we created was great like i've never created a bond with people so quickly ever like that bond that we created in those two days that we were gone, or the was it two days? it was two days before everybody came, so it was like twenty of us. Three of us that went early, and the bond that we created in the two days that we were there, it was cr- it, to this day like we're still like close friends, you know. And it's just like the other two; those guys are family, so it's different. But for me, I was just like, yo, this it was crazy to me because I was like, I've never gone away with some with people and creative and created a bond this quickly like i i don't even know how to explain it it's like yo we just became like blood brothers like you know what i mean like that's how that's how crazy the bond that we created was and such in a short time frame it was insane like i went away with one of my dogs once and like that was crazy too but him and i were already close before we went out so it just wasn't the same as the bond that i created with these two guys because yo, we were close but yo we weren't like I wasn't talking to these guys every every other day or whatever like it, it just wasn't we weren't that close but after this trip like yo we just became like as I said earlier blood brothers so it's crazy man like yo you gotta hang out with people as well man yo you have to like make an effort at your friendships it's really important because if you don't make an effort at your friendships like there's gonna be a time where like you want to do something or there's gonna be a time where you know you want to be around people and like yo you really have no one. There's one of our, yo, this story to this day still hurts me. It hurts me so much because one of my dogs, the one that I went on a vacation with on the ones, yo, we had a female friend. And this friend was like family. We went to her house. Her mom knew us. You know what I mean? Like, yo. And it was never one of those where, like, yo, we were trying to holler, we were trying to do anything. It was just strict, strictly platonic friendships. We've been friends since, like, grade nine, yo. You know what I mean? Like, after, shout out, Fletcher's. But, yeah, we were friends for so long. And, like, yo, this is, like, how many years after friendship? Like, you know, to the point where, like, yo, we used to just go to her house and just sit there, eat, crack jokes with her mom and everything. Yo, she got a boyfriend. This is maybe, like seven, eight years into friendship deep. So you already know the bond that we created. So she had a boyfriend. And when she first got this boyfriend, she was moving ways. We were trying to go to, a wonder of she had a flag football game and we were trying to go. And it's just like, yo, okay, yo, you got a boyfriend? Like, yo, that's lit. Like, let's meet him. You know what I mean? And she's like, no, nah, it's not like, it's not really one of those. And I was just so confused. Like, what do you mean? It's not one of those. Like, this guy doesn't want to meet your friends. Like, what kind of person is this? Like, doesn't he want to really be In your life, like, in regards to being in your significant other's life, yo, I feel like you need to know who their friends are, right? So, yo, she's like, nah, it's not one of those. So, we were supposed to go to a flag football game, sorry, as I was saying earlier, and she told us that we couldn't come. And we were like, what the hell? Like, why why can't we come? Yo, we were going to pull up anyways, to be completely honest, but we didn't because she made it a big deal. When he would call, she would go in the other room and, like, just kind of isolate herself. And, like, we were just all confused because it was just like, yo, like... My name had girlfriends and shit. Like it was never that deep, cause like the girls that we were with knew who our friends were, you know. And it's just like maybe it's different, cause like back in those days, like the shorties we were with at the time, like yo, they went to the same high school as us, so like everybody was kind of in that same circle per se, right? So maybe that was different. But it's just like yo, she went, around, she went, uh, like in the in the other room and shit, talking on the phone, telling us we can't come to our games and shit. And we're just like yo, like are we gonna meet my band or like what's like what's what's the situation? like? wow, well, go on? Yo, why is it that like maybe like a week later, she sends us a paragraph and I'm just like, what? She sends us a paragraph basically telling us that, yo, she can't be friends with us anymore because her boyfriend feels ways. And it's just like, yo, when I read that, I was like, whoa, what the hell? This is coming left field. Yo, we've never done anything sexually. We've never attempted to do anything sexually. We are just strictly friends like i don't get the insecurity that this nigga is coming with and he hasn't even met us it's not like we texted late nights it's not like i called you at 12 in the night like i didn't it was not one of those we were strictly dickly oh maybe i should say strictly dickly but not strictly dickly but we were strictly just friends you see what i'm saying and it's just like yo it came like it came left field to the point where yo this girl cut off all of her friends i don't even think she has any friends and if she does kudos to you yo to like the the circle that we had died that day like yo we actually i I, you know what i can't even say the circle died still I, i i'm exaggerating but that day yo when she said that like my dog told her she's a clown Said yo your nigga's a clown all this shit you know and like i believe it yo that guy is a clown straight up you know what i mean like i get the insecurities i understand that but my thing is if you don't make an effort to meet your friends then to meet this your significant other's friends then that's on you and that's what happened in that situation yo to the point where um a family a relative a family friend of hers which is a friend of ours was getting married and you obviously we're all in there so yo we go to the wedding and stuff and yo, apparently the my man was there. I didn't I don't know what he looks like. I've never seen him before. Yo, the mom like her mom was there and me and my dog were kinda assholes. So we go up to her and we're like, oh, let's take a picture. I wish I can even show you guys this picture. The picture that we took, she was she felt very awkward. She felt like it was like I we've known her for years, so we know the type of rapport that she has with us. And when she took that picture with us, I can tell. That she didn't want to take that picture because of her. And it's crazy because yo, you realize if you look at your friends that you have, right? And look at the peoples that are the most close to you, yo, your friends become family. Like it's crazy. Your friends become family. And that's what we thought we were. So it's like to the point of her cutting us off, like I couldn't I to this day I still can't fathom it, you know, and it's just like it's just so whack. To the point where another one of her brethren was getting married. And she was in the bridal party, but, like, all of a sudden, like, just, I don't, I can't tell you what happened, but, yo, shit just went left, and she wasn't in it anymore, to the point where she didn't even come, but her mom still came, you know, and her mom came, and we were cracking to her mom, me and my next dog, and we were just talking to her mom, and she's like, yo, like, everything's good, like, you're alright, she's, yo, she was actually genuinely happy to see us, you know, so, it's just like, she's like oh yeah i hope you guys are doing well and all this stuff blah 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 and it's just like i get it but like yo at the same time like yo we were f- like at once at one point in time we were a family yo family jeez you know you shut out pop but like yeah yo we, and i just it's just like to me if someone's going to come in and do that and just stop a friendship or stop a family personally you have to check the person like i can't say anything to this guy because i don't know him you know what i mean i have no beef with him but the other the other friend well to be honest i don't even care about her anymore like it's not that deep i wish the best for her i wish the best for whatever her future endeavors like it is what it is but it's just not one of those for me anymore man because like i i i think that's whack. i personally wouldn't do that to someone ever that's really close to me and like i expect that if you're in my direct circle for you to do that too i personally think that you were never in my you're never on my team you're never on my side and i personally think that that was what that will always be whack there is no excuse for things like that and if there is an excuse please let me know because it's not i i don't i don't understand especially if there was never anything sexual done if there's something sexual done yo by all means i get it like cut that person off i get it but if there's nothing sexual done and there was never any innuendos or never any like you know attempts or never anything like that you you guys are just strictly platonic friends then that's whack man i don't i just i don't know i can't fathom it i can't come to terms with it i'm just not okay with it but it is what it is man yo and like in this situation once not even in this situation in any situation yo yo you need a support system like that is important. Like, you know, I understand your significant other is the person that you're supposed to go to. I get that. That's cool. But, yo, in situations, yo, you need a support system. Yo, I went through a crazy breakup. Like, okay, I'm over-exaggerating. It wasn't that crazy. But I was with uh, I was with her for, like, my ex for, what, like, seven years, I think. And, like, yo, when, like, we actually broke up and we split, like, yo, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, yo, it affected me. And I didn't really know how to act I didn't know how to like maneuver I didn't know how to I don't want to say I didn't know how to be myself but like yo I was I was I was out of it but yo my support system shout out everybody that was there for me during those times yo y'all know who you were you know what I mean and like I appreciate you guys to this day like I really do because yo there was times where I needed someone to talk to there was times where I had things to express and like I would be able to call one of my friends and they would just like sit there and like, listen to me, you know what I mean? And it's just like, yo, like I, I couldn't understand why things were happening. I like, I didn't really kind of know like what my next move was and things like that. And I was able to kind of just like talk to people and get like, I don't say get some ideas, but like just let, let my, should I say emotions? Like just let my, let my emotions, let my thoughts out, let all of that out. And like, you know, they're always there to listen and, like, yo, because of that, I was able to kind of, like, get... I don't want to say get over it faster, but I was able to kind of just move on and just, you know, like, live my best life, yo. And, like, uh, to this day, I'm very, very thankful for the people that were there for me at that point in time. And, like, I personally feel like when you are living this life, you do need people like that. You already know there are certain things that you can say to certain people. Like, I, for example, like, this, this, to me, like... I, I will forget and it's not that it's a bad thing, but it's just that not everybody can relate to you when it comes to certain emotions and it's like I remember I was talking to one of my dogs and I was just like, yo bro like I, like me and Shorty broke up and like yo like I'm going through it right now and stuff and like yeah, I don't know what to you know I don't know what to do and stuff right and he's just kind of like he's like laughing like yo, like yo like yo, you're killing me right now, you know what I mean I'm just like bro like yo this is serious like you know like I don't know how to like, kind of like deal with this type of shit and he's like, yo, you're killing me right now like, what do you mean you don't know how to deal with it. So, like, after that moment, I was, like, okay, like, when it comes to, like, emotions, when it comes to, like, deep stuff, like, this is not someone that, like, it's still my dog, don't get me wrong, but this is not, like, we don't really talk about those type of emotions, you know, whereas when I linked my my next boy and I was, like, yo, fuck, like, yo, I'm going through it, whatever, whatever, and, like, I was able to express to him, like, the emotions that i was going through and like how i was feeling and like you know he was able to like listen to me and like you know kind of give me advice and like help me through and just like a lot of it is just like listening you know a lot of it when you're going through certain shit you just want people to kind of just like listen and like you know when you're done talking then maybe they can drop in their two cents or you know like do that it's just like you just need someone to to talk to right and it's just like you, you can't always talk to everybody about every situation right so that's one thing that i learned In this day and time and it's not saying that yo my boy is a bad guy and stuff it's just that i don't think that he was able to relate with me on the level that i needed him to relate with me on because like i was going through it and i don't think he's been through a situation like that so like i can't really i can't really blame him i can't really knock him yeah it's just that sometimes people don't realize certain things right and certain effects that you know certain things that you say have on them and it's not like they're bad people it's just that they just probably don't realize, you know what I mean? So it's like, such is life, man. It's all a part of life. That should happens, you know? Yeah, and like never judge someone based on things like that, you know, because everybody's ex- life experiences shape them to who they are, you know? And it's just like, for example, me, this whole breakup that I went through it caused me to become this whole like positive person because the person who I was before wasn't as positive and I didn't like that about myself I didn't like that I wasn't positive I didn't like that I was a pessimist I wanted to be more optimistic I wanted to be more open I wanted to be more free I wanted to be more stress-free I wanted to just be happier in the decisions I made in life not everything has to actually flow. Not everything has to be, you know, like, okay, as Ganyan parents would say, you go to school, you get a job, you find a girlfriend, you get married, you have babies, and that's life. That's how a lot of these parents be thinking, but yo, it doesn't have to flow like that. You know what I mean? Like, yo, your time will come when your time will come. So like, live your life and don't let anybody dictate how you drive your car in life. You know what I mean? And when I say that, it's just an analogy. So like, you're the you're in the driver's seat of your life you know what i mean no one is controlling your life but you so like make the right decisions do things that make you happy talk to your friends express how you feel about certain things with your friends you know what i mean and build bonds build connections and that's the way to go you know that's the way to live life that's how you become more positive in in regards to yourself because you you're getting a self you're being more self-aware of things that you like of things that you want to do and like Yo, that is very, very, very important because that helps you on the Remember that last episode I was talking about the pursuit of happiness, you know what I mean? That helps you get there. That helps you, you know, chase that happiness feeling that, like, it's so, it's in you. It's that, it's just burning. And as I'm talking, like, my eyes are closed because, like, yo, I actually really feel what I'm saying, you know what I mean? And it's just, like, I actually, like, I'm... Like this is just what I'm trying to do. I am trying to get to that pursuit of happiness, and like this is why I'm doing this podcast because I want y'all to realize that yo, know, that pursuit of happiness is a pursuit is a chase that yo know, we're gonna keep chasing. But as we keep chasing it, we're gonna we're gonna become more positive, and we're going to become the people that we wanna be. You know what I mean? It's not the people that your parents want you to be. It's not like the people that society wants you to be. It's the people that you want to be, the person that you want to be, the person that's inside of you. You know what I mean? That's what's most important. That And once you can, like, attain that or, like, even get close to that or keep chasing that feeling, like, yo, know, that love, that desire, man, you're just going to feel so great. You're going to feel so satisfied. You're going to feel so gratified. You know what I mean? And, like, this is just a little... A reminder you know these things that i'm doing the podcast that i'm making it's just a little reminder to the people that like yo positive vibes actually help you positive vibes actually shape you positive vibes are important and with that that's the end of the show y'all thank y'all for tuning in i'm gonna you know me i always finish off with a quote of the day and the quote of the day is from an unknown source but when i read this it actually touched me and it actually kind of made me make this podcast for y'all today the quote goes a friend is someone who understands your past believes in your future and accepts you just the way you are thank y'all for listening you already know positive vibes only Ah, ah ah jeez you already know man don't forget to follow me on the ig follow me on twitter don't forget to send this and share this with anybody that you feel that can relate to the message that was dropped today man you already know pvo ah